to start recording this. Yes, sir. All right, bless y'all. Bless you. He's right here. Bless y'all. It's an honor to be here before y'all again. It's an honor to take a load off of Elder. Um, so I hope this uh, this little study that I completed here, hope it uh, has an impact. If not, I know it will have an impact on me. Um, first and foremost... Working on these, you know, working on the duplex, uh, I didn't want to apologize openly uh, for the windows. Um, I was hasty in the way the windows were installed, and it caused, you know, it caused some uh, some extra time to be done. And when Pastor was talking about uh, rejoicing in your suffering, it's a hard thing to do. Yes, sir. <laughs> I lived it. And it's hard to rejoice in the suffering because. Windows, you have to, it's not hard to do windows, but they're very tedious. Yes. And especially if they're not new install windows, they're very tedious to do. And there's some windows that are still not done yet. So, that being said, this one's on patience. An enduring substance. So, Brother CT, if you can start off with Surat 2, 1 through 5. My son, if you come to serve Yahweh, prepare your soul for temptation. Set your heart aright and constantly endure. And make not haste in time of trouble. Mm -hmm. Cleave unto him and depart not away, that you mayest be increased at your last end. Whatsoever is brought upon you, take cheerfully mm -hmm. and be patient when you are changed to a low estate. For gold is tried in the fire, and acceptable men in the furnace of adversity. We're going to go over a few things. Um, and as, as we go along, you kind of see how patience rolls into hope, rolls into faith and fidelity, which I think I hit last time. Uh, it kind of all rolls together. So we got patient from the 1828. Patient, having the quality of enduring evils without murmuring or fretfulness, sustaining afflictions of body or mind with fortitude, calmness. It says Christian submission, but <laughs> we're just saying we're submission to Yah, to the divine will, as a patient person or a person of patient temper. It is followed by or before the evil endured as patient of labor or pain, patient of heat or cold. I, I, I bet they change. I haven't looked at the modern translation. I'm sure they completely change this. So number two, not easily provoked, calm under the sufferance of injuries or offenses, not revengeful. Three, preserving constant in pursuit or exertion, calmly diligent. Number four, not hasty, not overeager or impetuous, waiting or expecting with calmness or without discontent. I thought that was a very good definition. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So go to James 1, 1 through 4. James, a servant of Yah and of the Master, Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad, greeting. 
My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have a perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. So patience just doesn't happen. It just doesn't. You just wake up one day, you got patience. It just doesn't happen. <laughs> Where do you read about uh, acceptable men coming through the furnace of adversity? So this lets us know when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. And this patience in the Greek is G5281. Uh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce that one. Uh, but endurance, cheerful or hopeful, constancy. Enduring patience, patience, continuance. And we'll go through a few other definitions that are up here. Endurance and constancy. So to endure, 1828, to last, to continue in the same state without perishing. To remain, to abide. Number two, to bear, to brook, to suffer without resistance or without yielding. Endurance, a bearing of suffering or continuing under pain or distress without resistance. This makes me think about the rejoice in your suffering. Or without sinking, without sinking or yielding to the pressure, sufferance, patience. The constancy is a fixedness, a standing firm, hence applied to Yahweh or His works. Immutability, unalterable continuance, a permanent state. So I think we're done with definitions for now. <laughs> so we'll go over to Psalms 111, verse 10. The fear of Yahweh is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do His commandments. His praise endureth forever. So it's interesting, the endure. Endureth. Christian, I need your help. We are. Ahmad. Ahmad, to stand. Which I thought was very interesting. Abide, appoint, arise, cease, confirm, continue, dwell, be employed, endure, establish, leave, make, ordain, be over, place, be present. I don't have to go on and on, but uh, I thought it was interesting. It, it's translated more times as stand than endure. Stand. Yeah. So it's kind of a, a concrete to stand. So we got a few that run off that. Uh, what was the word? Ahmad. Psalm 1 1 Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Psalm 19.9, the fear of Yahweh is clean, enduring, or standing forever. The judgments of Yahweh are true and righteous altogether. 
Hallelujah. Psalm 33, 1. I think it's 1 or 11. The counsel of Yahweh standeth forever, the thoughts of his heart to all generations. Psalm 119.90, Thy faithfulness is unto all generations. Thou hast, hast established the earth, and it abideth. So that one's abideth, or stand, or endure. Let's move on to Ecclesiasticus 7, 7 through 10. No. The Ecclesiastes, I'm sorry. Surely oppression maketh the wise man mad, and a gift destroyeth the heart. Better is the end of a thing than the beginning thereof. And the patient in spirit is better than the proud in spirit. Be not hasty in thy spirit to be angry, for anger resteth in the bosom of fools. Mm -hmm. Say not thou, what is the cause that the former days were better than these? For thou dost not inquire wisely concerning this. So this makes me think, thinking back, I do a lot of introspection sometimes um, with the windows, for instance. You know, it could be a, a small matter, but, you know, I think, why was I hasty in putting in the windows this way? Um, why didn't I study out the matter? You know, took a pause, which is what we do now, <laughs> especially on the paint. We take a pause. Mm. We kind of regroup, get some information before we do anything. And then continue on from there. And, it, you know, it may seem like it takes longer, but it actually saves time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So. So the contrast of patient versus hasty. I need another helping hand, Christian. What was it? Arek. Arek. Yes. It's pretty close to Eric. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> so this one's long, which I thought was interesting. Long, long suffering, winged, patient, slow to anger. Um, and then the long points to pinions, which is not in, I didn't put it in this slide, but it points to pinions. Um, pinions, the chicken people, the chicken tenders should know what pinions are. The pinions are the flight wings, the flight feathers, the outside feathers. So long feathered, which I thought was interesting. I was like, okay, long feathered. So this, uh, translates usually to long suffering. So this is the pinions right here, the flight feathers. And normally if you have, yeah, just the feather, just the wing, the outside wings. So I got a few scriptures I want you to hit CT in the Psalms. And it's attributed, the opinions are attributed to long-suffering. Mm. This is getting concrete, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gotta be agricultural. Yep. All right, Psalm 17, 8, if you would, CT. Keep me as the apple 
of the eye. Hide me under the shadow of your wings. Psalm 36, 7. How excellent is your loving kindness, O Yah. Therefore the children of men put their trust under the shadow of your wings. Mm. Psalm 57, 1. Be merciful unto me, O Yah. Be merciful unto me, for my soul trusts in you. Yea, in the shadow of your wings will I make my refuge mm -hmm. until these calamities be overpassed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Psalm 63, 7. Because you have been my help, therefore in the shadow of your wings will I rejoice. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Nice. All right, we're still contrasting the patient versus hasty. Uh, Christian, one more time. H926. What is it? Bahal. Bahal. So this is the hasty to tremble inwardly, to palpitate, to be suddenly alarmed or agitated, to make suddenly alarmed or agitated. By impl implication, to hasten anxiously. So you got other ones uh, to be affrighted, afraid, amazed, dis dismayed, rash, be, get, make, haste. So, uh, was it thrust out, trouble, and vex? So I was thinking on this, what, what, what makes me agitated? What makes me, you know, hasten certain things? So we go to Proverbs. 21 5 the thoughts of the diligent tend only to plenteousness but of everyone that is hasty only to want proverbs 29 20 seest thou a man that is hasty in his words there is more hope of a fool than of him so we're going to kind of transition to patience and just run through you know down the line of uh, some examples of our forefathers on Patience. Um, when reading, when reading the word, you know, uh, especially in Genesis and things like that, we have very few words describe uh, a lot of time gaps. So, you know, sometimes we don't put ourselves in that position. Like uh, we got Noah here. Now they think that Noah, it took Noah seventy to one hundred twenty years to build the ark. As him and his three sons. <laughs> they got to do everything. They got to get the lumber. They got to cut it. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they got to they gotta build the equipment to put it together, too. The scaffolding. The back hose. <laughs> the crane. <laughs> So, I should I should have put a picture up here. We went to the the one up in Kentucky. That thing's huge. Uh -huh. It's supposed to be life size. It's huge. 
And they got, you know, they got a bunch of weird stuff in there. Dinosaurs and... Uh, yeah, yeah, dinosaurs. And they got, um... Uh, they, you know, they down-talked the polygyny. Yeah, it was, it was part of the fall of man. As you go in the fall of man uh, little section, that's that's one of the beginning ones. Lamech. Anyway... <laughs> Back on track. Genesis 6, 13 through 14. And Yah said unto Noah, The end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them, through them, and behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Make thee an ark of gopher wood. Room shalt thou make in the ark, and shall pitch it within and without with pitch. <coughs> See, and this week, we're really hitting that, that duplex. This is what got me thinking about it. It's like, man, this, this thing's... This is a small building, a 30 by 60, but shoot, <laughs> this thing is waterproof. This thing will float. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's taken us all this time to get to this point. I was like, man, okay. Yes, yeah, we got a few lines here, but, you know, they went through it. It took them some time to build the ark. And the enduring substance they had, you know, they started all the way to the finish. They don't know when the flood's coming. So, Brother CT, can I have you get Deuteronomy 8? We'll go ahead and read the whole thing. That's good. All the commandments which I command you this day shall you observe to do that you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land which Yahweh swear unto your fathers. And you shall remember all the way which Yahweh, your Elohim, led you these 40 years in the wilderness to humble you and to prove you, to know what is in your heart, mm -hmm. whether you would keep his commandments or no. Mm -hmm. And he humbled you and suffered you to hunger and fed you with manna, which you knew is not. Neither did your fathers know that he might that he might make you know that man does not live by bread only, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of Yahweh doth man live. Yes. Your raiment waxed not old upon you, neither did your foot swell these forty years. You shall also consider in your heart that as a man chasteneth his son, so Yahweh thy Elohim chasteneth you. Therefore, you shall keep the commandments of Yahweh your Elohim to walk in his ways and to fear him. For Yahweh your Elohim bringeth you in to a good land, a land of brooks of water, of fountains and depths that spring out of the valleys and hills. A land of wheat and barley and vines and fig trees and pomegranates and a land of olive oil and honey. A land wherein you shall eat bread without scarceness. You shall not lack anything in it. Mm -hmm. A land whose stones are iron and out of whose hills you may as dig brass. When you has eaten and are full, then you shall bless Yahweh your Elohim. For the good land which he have given you, beware that you forget not Yahweh your Elohim in not keeping his commandments and in his judgments, 
and in his statutes, which I command you this day. Lest when you have eaten and are full and has built goodly houses and dwelt therein, and when your herds and your flocks multiply and your silver and your gold is multiplied and all that has is multiplied, then your heart be lifted up and you forget Yahweh your Elohim, which brought you forth out of the land of Mizraim from the house of bondage, who led you through that great and terrible wilderness wherein you were, wherein were fiery serpents and scorpions and drought, where there were no water, who brought you forth water out of the rock of flint, who fed you in the wilderness with manna, which your fathers knew not, that he might humble you and that he might prove you to do you good at your latter end. And you say in your heart, my power and the might of mine hand have gotten me this well. Mm -hmm. But you shall remember Yahweh your Elohim, for it is he that giveth you power to get wealth. That's it. That he may establish his covenant, which he swear unto your fathers. And it is this day. And it shall be, if you do all, if you do at all forget Yahweh your Elohim and walk after other elves and serve them and worship them, I testify against you this day that you shall surely perish mm. as the nations which Yahweh destroyeth before your face. Mm. So shall you perish because you would not be obedient unto the voice of Yahweh your Elohim. Mm. Hallelujah. Can you get the next one? Just hold it. CP. Now this got me thinking about enduring substance. Um, and, and Moshe. I mean, Moshe had to be the most patient. Yeah. You already know it's the most humble. But the most patient, most enduring uh, leader of the forefathers we got. They have to endure two sets of 40 years, two different generations. Damn. Hitting the rock one time, supposed to be spitting, what, speaking to the rock the second time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so it got me thinking, you know, week to week, do we have that enduring substance? Mm. You know, Elder kind of brought it up today. You know, when you're on the road, when you're at work, you're doing doing what you got to do, but you have the enduring substance to have your mind here, to have your thoughts here, to help build up here. Um, you know, some of these brothers are on the road longer than a week, sometimes months before they come here. But do they have? Do you have the the enduring substance to stand. So go ahead, and you'll see as we keep going, the time frames are shortening up. And a certain woman, which had an issue of blood 12 years, and had suffered many things of many physicians, and had spent all that she had, and was nothing better but rather grew worse when she had heard of Yahshua came into the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway, the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. 
And Yahshua immediately, knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, you seized the multitude thronging you and say if you, who touched me? And he looked round about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman fearing and trembling, knowing what she knowing what she done in her, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, daughter, your faith hath made you whole. Mm. Go in peace and be whole. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we can read on the page. We can read and try to think 12 years, but 12 years is a pretty long time to deal with an issue of blood. She had patience, endurance, the fortitude to withstand the 12 years and to go get her healing. Let's continue on. Shortening the time frame. We'll go back to Noah. Noah, Genesis 8. So I put a year down. I think it was a little less than a year, like a month and change, maybe two months. Uh, but Genesis 8, 1 and 8 and 13. And y'all remember Noah and every living thing and all the cattle that was with him in the ark. Yah made a wind to pass over the earth and the waters assuaged. I guess that's how you say it. Assuaged. 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 All right, verse 13, and it came to pass in the 601st year, in the first month, the first day of the month, the waters were dried up from off the earth, and Noah removed the covering of the ark, and looked, and behold, the face of the ground was dry. So he went in around the 600th year, I think in the second month or so, but now it's the 601st year. So he was almost in the ark a full year, even though it was supposed to rain. 40 days, 40 nights. <laughs> right? <laughs> but uh, that brings me another thought. When we're at that, um, when we go places with the boys, I always think about work. You know, it's hard to not to think about work. But um, when we're there at the ark, I was like, man, you know what? I know they got dinosaurs and shit, but <laughs> the animals. <laughs> The animal, just the animals, the amount of animals you got in there, the amount of work you got to do. I mean, we only got a chicken coop, right? Well, and that's work in itself. But you got all these different animals. You got to tend to change their hay. Everybody different. Yeah. Got goats, sheep, lions, sheep, giraffes. You know. <laughs> you got all these animals. You got to, you know, you can't just be sitting in the ark. And it smells like doo-doo in there, you know. <laughs> so, it has to be clean. It's a lot of work. Um, yeah. So you think after 40 days of raining, you, you'd be done. <laughs> anyway, moving on. We go to Matthew 4, 1 through 4. It's a 40-day time frame. Then was Jesus led up of the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward hungered. And when the tempter came to, to him, he said, if thou be the son of Yah, command that these stones be made bread. 
But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of Yah. So, enduring 40 days. Standing in 40 days. Yahshua did. Daniel 10, 12 through 13. Then said he unto me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day thou didst set thine heart to understand and to chasten thyself before thy Elohim, thy words were heard, and I come for thy words. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me one and twenty days. Below Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me, and I remained there with the kings of Persia. So, 21 days to get a prayer answered. I mean, there's many more, many more examples. Uh, we're still tightening up the time frames on can you be patient? Can you endure? Can you stand? Seven days. Joshua 6, 2 through 5. And Yahweh said unto Joshua, See, I have given into thine hand Jericho, and the king thereof, and the mighty men of valor. And ye shall com compass the city, all ye men of war, and go round about the city once. Thus shalt thou do six days. And seven priests shall bear before the ark seven trumpets of ram's horns, and and the seventh day ye shall compass the city seven times, and the priest shall blow with, with the trumpets. And it shall come to pass that when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, and when ye hear the sound of the trumpet, all the people shall shout with a great shout, and the wall of the city shall fall down flat, and the people shall ascend up every man straight before him. So seven days. Seven days, and this one they they couldn't they couldn't say anything. They had to be silent. Seven days. Tighten it up even more. You know, all these, you know, I'm sure the young children have heard before, but these are good examples to rehearse. Jonah. I know Yashron would love that one. <laughs> three days and three nights. <laughs> Now Yahweh had prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah, and Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. Now, yeah, we're reading it, reading it on the page. Put yourself three days and three nights. After hour one, you're like, man, <laughs> get me out of here. <laughs> you know. Pastor says that a lot. Put yourself in that situation. We can easily read it on the page. But you're in a situation three days, three nights. Even in a room, you can't get out three days, three nights. You have the endurance substance. Can you stand? Do you have the hope? Tying up even more. Go Daniel 6, 18 through 23. And the king went to his palace and passed the night fasting. Neither were instruments of music brought before him. 
and his sleep went from him. This is obviously Daniel in the lion's den. So then the king arose very early in the morning and went in haste unto the den of lions. And when he came to the den, he cried with a lamentable voice unto Daniel. And the king spake and said to Daniel, O Daniel, servant of the living Yah, is thy Yah, whom thou servest continually, able to deliver thee from the lions? Then said Daniel unto the king, O king, live forever. My Elohim has sent his angel and has shut the lion's mouth. So they have not hurt me for as much as before him. Innocency was found in me, and also before thee, O king, have I done no hurt. Then was the king exceeding glad for him, and commanded that they should take Daniel up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den, and no manner of hurt was found upon him, because he believed in his Yah. So, I, you know, I'm kind of speculating when he was put in the den, because it says the king... Uh, went to his palace and fasted at night. So it had to be sometime before the evening, I'm assuming. Yeah, it doesn't exactly say, but we're looking at a 12, 16-hour time frame. In the lion's den. These lions are hungry. <laughs> they, haven't, they haven't eaten in a week. <laughs> now, again, it's easy to read on paper. Yeah. I mean, do you have the patience? Can you stand? Do you have the enduring substance? The lion's right in front of you. <laughs> I only got to make it to morning. <laughs> have you ever sat there and waited? Like been on hold and you're just sitting there waiting. And that that sixty seconds is the longest sixty seconds of your life. Come on. Come on with it. Yes. I imagine that twelve to sixteen hours. That's probably five years. Probably felt like five years. All right. Closing the gap more. What do I got here? And I, miss, I messed up this slide. Yeah, this must be for CT. Go ahead. CT, when you're ready. Matthew 25, 1 through 13. I love this one. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise, and five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight there was a cry made. Behold, the bridegroom comes. Go you out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you. But go you rather to them that sell 
and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready went in with him to the marriage, and the door was shut. Afterward came also the other virgin, saying, Master, Master, open up to us. But he said, but he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. Come on. So I'm assuming this is sometime in the evening. They got their lamps, you know, just for this, you know, this, uh, this slide here, uh, this presentation. I'm thinking it could be a four to eight hour time frame. Four to eight hours, yeah. they're waiting for the master, the bridegroom. We see that five entered in because they had enduring substance. They're wise. They were patient. And I like uh, the Greek here, the Greek 1127. Um, hmm. Yeah, Greg Gregorio. Gregorio. Benjamin. <laughs> 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 to keep awake. And we had two names in this one. Look at that. Eric and Gregory. <laughs> to keep awake, to keep alert. That does mean that. Gregorius means to be alert, to be watchful. That's my my first name means. Yeah. Hallelujah. That makes sense. This just I mean I didn't notice it till now, so to be watchful, yeah. Yep. To keep alert. Uh, literally or figuratively to be vigilant, wake, be watchful. So they had to be watchful. Let me get back to my slide here. This ties into the next one. This went from four to eight hours. Now we're going to one hour. Matthew 26, 36 through 41. Then cometh Jesus with them unto a place called Gethsemane. Gethsemane. There you go. And saith unto his disciples, Sit ye here while I go and pray yonder. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to be sorrowful and very heavy. Then saith he unto them, My soul is exceeding sorrowful even unto death. Tarry ye here and watch with me. And he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed, saying, O oh, my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou will. Mm -hmm. And he cometh unto the disciples and findeth them asleep and saith unto Peter, What? Could you not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray that ye enter not into, into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. So the same watch as Gregorio. The last slide. <laughs> so even one hour. One hour. Yep. One hour to endure. One hour to stand. One hour to watch. So we went from what, 120 years down to one hour. And you know, we're no different. So this got me really thinking. 
And I'm going to go to one that's past your lifetime. Hebrews 11, 8 through 13. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out, not knowing whether he went. By faith, he sojourned in the land of promise as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is Yah. Through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age, because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore sprang there even of one, and him as good as dead, so many as the stars of the sky in multitude, and as the sand which is by the seashore innumerable. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, and were persuaded of them, and embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. That's good stuff. So they're looking for the promise. The promise was past their lifetime. So Elder brought it up today. This is for the children. Yes, sir. I mean, I'm, I'm content living in the RV. I'm focused on the next generation. As I get older and older, I'm focused more on the next generation. And the next generation. So I'm good with not seeing the promise, but seeing the promise through them. So CT, can you grab that one? Romans 5. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with Yah through our master Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of Yah. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation works patience, and patience, experience, and experience, hope. And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of Yah is shed abroad in our hearts. Hallelujah. By the Ruach HaKodesh, Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. Yes. Hallelujah. This all goes full circle. Faith. Hope. <laughs> Patience. Let's see. Just about done. Y'all doing all right? Yes, sir. Absolutely. All right. Read Hebrews 10, 32 through 39. But call to remembrance the former days in which after ye were illuminated, ye heard a great fight of afflictions, partly whilst ye were made a gazing stock, both by reproaches and afflictions, and partly whilst ye became companions of them that were so used, for ye had compassions of me and my bonds, and took joyfully the spoiling of your goods, 
knowing in yourselves that ye have in heaven a better and enduring substance. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. For ye have need of patience, that after ye have done the will of Yah, ye might receive the promise. For yet a little while, and he that shall come will come, and will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we are not of them who draw back into perdition, yes. but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. Yes. So we go with the endurance substance. We've got to endure. And part of this reminds me of, uh, you have not resisted yet into blood. Um, we're not at that point yet, but you can see it down the pipe. You can yes. see it down the road. Mm -hmm. so everything has happened in the world. The media, the inflation. You, can, you know, we can kind of clearly see with the, the way the, uh, the ones that are speaking the truth are being called out on it. Yeah. Being targeted. Yeah. And I had a conversation with Elder uh, the other day. I said, you know... We watched this one guy said this that video was good because I can see what's going to happen in the future to us. He's telling the truth, but now he's a target to both sides of the war going on right now. Just for telling the truth or what he perceives as the truth. While the mainstream media is going this way, even alternate media is going the same way. You, you can see the writing on the wall. We have not resisted on the blood yet, but I can see it coming. And at that point, can you endure? Can you endure an hour? Eight hours? A day? Three days? A week? Forty days? Three years? Ten years? I mean, we can keep going. We scaled all the way down to one hour. <laughs> Can you endure? Can you have the patience? Can you stand? Finally, we've got Ephesians 6, 13. Wherefore, take unto you the whole arm of Yah, mm -hmm. that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, yes. and having done all, to stand. That's all I had. I tried to stretch it to now. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> I bless you all. It's an honor to be here before y'all. It's an honor to give y'all's message. I hope it was impactful. Um, bless y'all all. Shabbat shalom.